Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest-growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Alright, let's do Lost Tuesday. Lost Talk Radio. You wanna do seven or eight or um I don't know what he's playing on. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am Mark Eastman and with me as always is Shane Leonard. Hello. And I'm still going to throw out the intro. I just wanted to introduce us first. This is the review, if you are not familiar. The podcast review where I'm going to say film snobs because I got an email. So two two self-proclaimed film snobs and critics. Did it call uh, you a film snob? No. It called me a film snob? No. It it, it just sort of referred to us generally as as not being film snobs. It, It referred to us the right way, as I like to say. Because we are kind of film snobs, right. although you you try to have this more man on the street kind of theory about yourself, I guess. But um, I but instead of you know writing our long long winded reviews and <laughs> right. so forth, right? We just review the movie. Just come in, review the movie as regular people talking about a movie. Right. And I, you know, I've been reviewing movies for a long time, and I just like to. Get both. I love doing the show, actually, because I love to be able to have both aspects of what I'm doing. Right. So, anyway. We could go film snobby for a special snow, uh, show. We could. Really, we could. We really could do it. But we could. We, I, we probably, I have a feeling that we will have uh, more film snobbiness when we're Later. going to have some... Uh, Later in later in the year, stuff we'll like have like right. We'll have like the Critics Choice Movie yeah. Awards. I'm yep. I'm a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association. Mm-hmm. I have to vote on them. I have to put in my nominations and everything. And I'm I'm sure we will have a couple, yeah, probably of shows where we talk about you know this is what I voted for. This is what I wanted to get nominated that didn't get nominated. Right. We'll have some sort of special show about best of the year and yeah. awards and stuff like that. And we'll probably talk about whatever films we're talking about in sort of a more quote, normal yeah. films, not mm-hmm. critic way. Yeah. That makes more sense. But, uh, but you know, during the shows that that's what this show is about is, you know, just, like you were a couple of guys walking out of the theater talking about it in a more like I guess real Accessible. real person kind right. of way that people talk about it because what's funny for me is um you know I I get in contact with all kinds of people obviously through being a film critic and it's almost like some people don't think you ever talk about movies right. the way that we talk right. about them right. <laughs> or or the way that real people do and it you know it's it's like being a film critic is still like your job. The reviews you're writing, that doesn't mean that's the only way you right. look at films or, or, or something like that. Or so, get your review out, for that matter. Right. So um, this week we're doing Frank and Weenie. Right. And uh, thanks for tuning in. I want to say mm-hmm. um, thanks to Blog Talk Radio, yeah. where, where we're doing the live version of the show. Because we are like super featured today. Oh wow! And so, oh hi everybody. So that's re- that's really cool. Yeah, that's and, very cool. And uh, you know, they have been really good to us in the absolutely. I, I don't even know what exactly episode this is of this show, but it's thirty-two, not, maybe something. I, I don't know. It's around thirty, maybe yeah. somewhere, give or take a few. And since we've been around, I mean, they've really been good to us and and featured yeah. us a lot, and we really appreciate it. Right, absolutely. Which that leads me into, we do have a couple of things uh, to get through before we jump right in with Frank and Weenie. Okay. One of them is that we still have the uh, contest going on right. for the uh four film collection of the terminator movies yeah. on blu-ray 
And the way that one works, if you haven't gotten a chance to know anything about this yet or been here for the last right. couple of weeks, that giveaway is connected to our podcast of Dread. Right. And what you have to do is you have to go listen to that podcast so that you'll know what you have to do. There is uh, all of our podcasts, you know, get their own like post on areyouscreening.com, yep. which is the mother site of of this. Yep. And so there's a, a Dread 3D post, and you will have to leave a comment on there and do other things. And basically what it is is as much as we love Vlog Talk Radio, which is how this kind of connects in my brain. Right. Um, we really want to get ratings and reviews on iTunes. So giving us a rating on iTunes is connected to this yep. to this giveaway. And it is, you know, it's not one of those things. A lot of times, I mean, I we do all kinds of giveaways on the website. And a lot of times, it's by the time it's over, you know, there might be hundreds of entries and you've got like a one in a billion chance and right sometimes they're even just like um you know if you are if you like us on facebook you're automatically entered so that's like hundreds of ent entries right there right this is only 30 possible entries so right once once we get to 30 entries that's it so um go find us on itunes it's easy enough to do there's plenty of plenty of ways to to search and find us, or if you go to any of the podcast right. posts that are you screening, there's a link. Right. So, um, and that only goes through November 1st, because right. if we don't get enough by November 1st, then I'm just pulling it. Right. And, and then you know we'll start we'll start yeah. another one. I'll, I'll right. uh, maybe Terminator turns out not to be interesting enough to get right to get people to do it, and you know, fine. Then I'll I'll come up with some package of right. various things and I'll just it, now no one's going to do it because they go maybe the next, maybe the next will thing be will be cooler really great. so then right. I want that anyway it's only going to go through <laughs> November 1st there's only 30 possible entries as soon as we get to 30 it's over right and we're going to pick a winner and like I said it's a blu-ray edition of all four Terminator movies nice the other thing and not only that but you know um Check into areyouscreening.com. We have, we give away lots of stuff. Oh, like I said, all the stuff all the time. Yeah, we got uh, like Rock of Ages is coming out and uh, yeah. giving that away on Blu-ray. I think this coming week and you should autograph that. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, <laughs> it would then be a collector's item. Then no, then no one would want it. Well, um, so anyway, yeah, check out the site. But um, the other thing I want to say before we get into Frank Weedy is as I was talking about emails earlier. We we got a few emails last week. There's a very interesting thing too that happened with our listens last week. Yeah. And it's like uh I don't know if it if it I have to assume kind of that it was because it was Looper. But you know, for the first couple days after we did the show, which is usually when we get the vast majority Most of, of the people uh, of listens and downloads and all that. We didn't have very many, oh. at least you know compared compared to normal, right? right? We didn't have that many, and I, and I was going, nobody likes Looper. Or wow, what? this is the movie the that big sleeper hit now. Yeah, this is the movie that like <laughs> kills the show right. off or something. No one wants to listen. <laughs> yeah, and then after a few days, then it started picking up a lot more. Oh. I'm going, hmm. nobody wants to listen to the Looper review for an hour where yeah. Maybe they're just assuming that we're going to spoil lots of things or something. I don't know. But then yeah. as soon as a few days went past, then it, like, jumped, or, jumped right back up, which that's, like, never happened that's interesting. before. Yeah, usually it's the exact opposite. Right. A lot it, and it peters it, off. It, it's, it's the first the first day, the next day. We Maybe the word of mouth right. about the film got out and people wanted to, like how we said before, we didn't really read reviews until after right. we saw they it. Just, Maybe they, they just wanted, wanted to see, they it, wanted to see and, it first and then listen. So, well, so kind of that was pretty cool. Um, but so we got several emails about the show. None of them really amounted to anything really interesting to talk about. Well, that's a nice talk, way of talking about it. Well, but, you know, still, it's it's great to get those emails. But, you know, if somebody's not asking a question or, oh, I see. or, so or giving like, us hey, something to cool play thing. off of. Right. right. I mean, they were just kind of like re really <laughs> awesome 
It's no, it's I'm not like, like Mark they. Eastman, they it's not like you know? they asked the question and it was stupid. And I'm not going <laughs> to talk like, about it. Yeah. No, it's just like they didn't ask questions. But we did get one <laughs> that I thought was really cool. That's very funny. E- even though it didn't really have a question, but man, we got an email from Mary, who, and you know, I, I, I don't have a this guy. Shout out to Mary. I don't have a guy, so I don't have this printed out and right in front of me and everything. Um, we should get a guy, really. Right. What should happen? An intern. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the next contest. <laughs> exactly. You can yeah. win internship with win, us. be our intern. Right. So um, anyway, I, we got an email from, That's an awesome from Mary, and I think her husband's name is Mike. And they listen to us when they are driving to work, apparently. Or Oh, that's cool. I don't know if they drive to work together or they just both have long drives to work or whatever it is. But they, right. li- they listen to the show, and they like the show and everything. Oh, that's cool. And here was their comment. They like had to write in. Oh God. They had to write in to make this comment about about our last show looper. They said they they've been listening to us, okay. I guess, for a little while. They've gone back to earlier shows and the whole thing. They were very complimentary. So, oh. you know, we we love them. Yeah. Well, that's cool. We've been seeing people go back and, and listen. Uh, so. Right. And and so last week, <laughs> this is gonna be good. I can tell. Yeah, I talk too much. <laughs> that was their. They said that in the email. That was their message Mike, for us. Mary yeah. and Mike said that. Yeah, that that was the thing. I I talk too much. Well, and, Mary and, and said, Mike, you're very aware. They said, you know, I know it's your show, but yeah. And there was something about maybe we should have a timer, or <laughs> <laughs> and we would just like, okay, Mark gets. We'll have like a chest like timer, chest timer right. in like the middle get, of the thing, and it'll be like, and yeah. I'll get ten minutes, and oh, that's very sweet of them. And uh, I thought it was very cool. Well, wait a minute, I thought it was oh, very okay, go cool. Ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, is that because they they want to hear more of me, or they just don't want to hear any more of you? Because well, right. one thing doesn't because, mean the other necessarily. It could mean they don't want to hear more of you, but they, they don't want to hear anything from me. If there could be some dead air <laughs> for a while. <laughs> That That's would that would improve. Did they the say show. that? Did they want dead air? Because no, that would they be very said, damaging. They said, sh- you, uh, "I want to see this uh, email. This is awesome. I could print it out after the show." Well, if you could, no. if you would add it now. Right. Anyway. All right. No, they said. Um, you know, really I, I, I kind of dominated the show last week, and you know they want ah, that they, they want Shane to have equal time. Oh, that's very cool. So it, well, it, so it was much. very cool. And um, I actually, I mean, I responded to the email, so I kind of have already given them this idea. But I have noticed listening to the show that uh, once in a while it seems like you dominate at least for a good portion. And then, you know, there are other weeks where it's it can like, go back and forth. Where it's like, it seems yeah. like uh, I'm talking a lot. And I think that that is kind of a direct result of something that we actually don't want to change. Because I think it's just kind of a, a result of the fact we that don't we don't prepare for right, anything. Right. Right? We don't. We just come in and start talking about what. Right. We're, we don't. You know, sketch things out and make our outlines of right. things for that the we first five say. minutes. We'll talk about this. Right. Or, yeah. No. So we just go. I and, don't really. I like the way we do it. And, just, and that's gonna. That's just gonna happen. That's the, sometimes that's the cost of it. Sometimes. And and last week I think there was a lot of me like going through the plot too. It's weird. So, I haven't. I've I've actually had a couple of people tell me. Um, partially, and they were they were friendly. This isn't from people I didn't know. It was just from people who've listened to it before, and they just said, "You guys have to stop doing the the I can't remember exactly how it was worded, like the high school book report, which is we see the movie and then we tell you everything that happens in the film." They were basically like, "Talk more about the movie, not about the events of the movie." And I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess." Like, boy, well, I don't I, guess, really, I don't really see that we and do I don't that. know that we did that we too did, much. We but, did kind of do it last week. Because uh, during right. the beginning of the show, there is kind of some explan. Yeah, there is a, a chunk there of, like I said, me just kind of like running yeah. us up to a certain stage, and I I think that's just because this is it. It's kind of convoluted, and you kind of have to you got to be guided through. A you have to know it. a little bit of yeah. that stuff in order to talk about other things. Well, I remember you can't just go. Well, you know when his <laughs> his older self is there in this one scene, and right. then that. And you have no idea what's that would going be a on very, in the movie. That would be right? a very funny podcast if we really did just turn the mics on and then have a conversation about a film and assumed everyone knew what we were right, talking about. Right. I remember when we did, um, and it wasn't like last week was out of my wheelhouse of interest. It's just like what you said. Sometimes that's just the way the story goes. And neither of us are going to just like smack the other upside the head and be like, okay, now I got a bunch of points. Right. It's we're, my turn. Right. We're just going to let it go. Um, and again, partially because we don't script a thing. This is right. the best part of, I think, 
the show. Um, but I think I did a lot in in a way you even said why when we did the possession. Like that was right, that's an example right, of exactly. I think because that's I love one. horror films and I had a lot of thoughts about the different types of horror films. And you even in the show said, you know, I kind of just I, I have my own thinking about it, but I'm going to kind of defer to you on this. Right. You know, and it's because not like horror I horror movies are just not my right. thing. And it's and not like this, you know, it's not like the film that we did last week, Looper, wasn't my thing. It was just, you know, you you kept going and I was kind of listening to it. I'm actually because we don't script things out. I don't know what you're going to say. Well, right. So I'm just kind of here like we're in a conversation and then I get the best part of it. If people are interested, because once the show's done, we just go outside and keep talking. <laughs> right, so it's not exactly. like I didn't feel like I didn't tell you what I thought. But that's very cool that Mike and uh, Mary and Mike and Mary or or Mary and Mike, I guess it was the other way around. Um, you know, I'll try to I'll try to be more um, initiative and jump in if I feel like Mark is taking all the time. Right. So I don't think we're really going to get a chess clock, but that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, would, you know, it would be it would cool. Be like speed it, chess too. I'd be like, I like this movie. Click. It, it, would, you know? it would be cool when yours like dings and yeah. there's like 15 minutes left on the show and we go, well, uh, he's yeah. not allowed to talk right. anymore. So. We, should, we should get Jim Lehrer in here to moderate us That's because true. he does such a great job. Right. He'll have his Wow, I just took this. Watch. I just went political you on, did. Our, you on went, our thing. You went a whole other all way. All right. Okay, now well, that we're... still very cool. Thanks it, it, uh, that's it is. an awesome email. To very get, cool. I guess, all right? like all the cool. emails. Oh yeah, it was very cool. Um, I just thought it would be cool if she was just like, "Shut up, you talk too much, and yeah. let the other guy talk." Yeah, and... it was it was funny too because there was actually like a kind of a qualifying you know thing in there about um, you know don't I hope you don't take this wrong, but you seem like a, a cool guy and who, oh. who wouldn't, but. Oh right, you talk saying, too much. Oh, <laughs> and that's not, funny. Not that they just said you talk too much, but, but you that's know, the just you know of it. Saying, well, but, if you're going to come up with a complaint about it, I guess that's the way to say. Because if you know, if they like the show, they don't want to be called out on it and be like, you know, right. Mary. Like I might nothing. email her back and go, "Hey, run your own show if you don't like." <laughs> that would be awesome. I just, Greg, right. I got this hate well, mail still, from Mary. Very cool. I, yeah. I think getting the emails and the messages and the you know the Twitter comments and stuff. That's all very cool. Yeah, it really is. And so now that we're done, like patting ourselves on the back, right? Um, I just want to remind everybody the chat room is open. Uh, you know, the phone line is open if someone wants to call in. Right. Tell us. We and so like I usually say, if you're live, you know what the number is. But the number is. I'm just gonna say it one time. Why we should not? give it up. We should give three, it three four seven. Three two four three zero two two. My theory is that the only way you can be listening to this live is the phone number is right in front of you in big red letters. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's on, not maybe true. You're listening I don't like your speaker no in the idea. car, like those guys. Maybe they're really listening live. Maybe some Bluetooth magic or yeah. Who, I don't know. Who knows what happened? And they're actually like, why don't they give us the number? Of, speaking of that too, it's kind of interesting. We should just. Um, Shout this out real quick because I want people to know Blog Talk Radio is coming up with a soon-to-be-released uh, iPhone app. Right. And once that exists, I think it may be that you can just go listen to something live and then it will just be on your That's phone cool. and then you won't have the number. Right. So who knows? Anyway. Well, maybe uh, maybe we should get in the practice you know, I could have said this off here. Maybe we should get in the practice of saying the number at least once in the beginning of the show. Maybe that's why we don't get any callers. People are just like, if they just told me the number, I'd call. Yeah, I don't. If I don't, we get I some calls today, that. then I'm right. And <laughs> now Mary he, and Mike are right. Mary's going to call in now just so that right. She, that would be because awesome. she wants you to be right. Has, that would be there's awesome. no truth to the matter, but now we're going to get a bunch All of right. Anyway, okay. So now that we've wasted oh, like, like twenty minutes, an of the show. insane amount of time, right? <laughs> Although right. The, you know, this is a good week for if you ask me. This is a good week because um, I'm not sure there's yeah. all that much to talk about with Frank and Weenie, even though you know I'm sh I'm sure people are going to in enjoy the hell out of it. Right? It, it's it's fun. It's going to be an easily reviewed movie and not – I mean, right. we could find things to talk about, but I think it's going to be – And brief. actually, I will throw out one more thing before we get to Frank Weenie, and that is we're going to have a special edition of the show this Tuesday night. Right. And it's going what to be time? 7, 8, 7 or 8. What do you want? 7 or 8? Go. 7. 7? Yeah. Okay. So this Tuesday at 7 – Right. We're going to have a uh, special off-weekend edition of the show, which we don't do very often because right. things have finally like come together for us and our you know wonky podcast that we right. throw together. <laughs> so to uh, be able to review a movie before it's released, which is going to be Argo. Right. So this Tuesday at seven, 
I thought you said the we'll Hobbit for one quick second, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, we're we got see the Hobbit in like advance. a year in was, advance? Yeah. This is going to be a puppet show. Uh, yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> I really, I missed the Hobbit. was awesome. I, just, I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. All right. So Argo, which we are really both kind of looking forward, really looking forward to, to it. not only just on its own, but because if you have been tuning in regularly, you know that um, one of my Are You Screening writers, uh, Christopher Lomanak, he's already seen it and already told us about it and yeah. and liked it a lot, although he didn't love it as he much as very, everybody else. Yeah, he was very reserved in talking about how much he loved it, even though when you pushed, you know, you didn't have to push him, but you just said, so how many stars out of right. ten? And I thought he was going to say like six based on his thing, and he said eight, and right. I thought... Wow, which is eight is really good. Like which, I'm really looking forward to that. Which is so in line with our show because that's what we do all the time. <laughs> yeah, we'll right. be talking about, and you know, so so anyway, that show's coming to you on Tuesday, and please tune in and mark your calendars and whatever. And uh, that's actually a good way to lead into Frank and Weenie because I feel like yeah. I should say at the beginning, it is fun and it's a pretty good time. I'm not going to rate it super low. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to rate it super high either. Right. But I feel like most of the things that I will end up talking about will be pretty negative things, and right. it will be that same sort of thing. When we get to the end, everyone will be going, well, he's going to give he this like that. a half a star. Right. And because I, I, I had kind of a negative reaction to it, although it was more like just a kind of you know, wow, this is so average. You just seem you just seemed disappointed than destroyed. Like you right, you right. weren't like totally like, wow, that was the worst thing ever. You were just like when we got done, you're like, I just kinda wanted more. Right. And, I, there, and there were so many places that it seemed like it could give me more and it just didn't. Yeah. And there was nothing that I really disliked about it. There's nothing yeah. that happened that you went, Oh great, that's happening and that's right. awful or anything like that. It just seemed so average, and I was not l- expecting average. It was really, right. <laughs> it was really funny at the very end of the movie. I looked over at you because I wanted to know what you thought because right. I felt like in in talking before, like when stuff like Corpse Bride comes up, like you liked that more than I did. Yeah, I had more or less the same reaction to Corpse Bride. Lots of other Tim Burton movies, you, you know, I really like and. Um, the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is awesome, and, right. and several of his other movies. But Corpse Bride, I kind of was in like the same place where I was just kind of like, okay, I mean yeah. that was you know decent enough. And and this movie, I had the same thing where I'm kind of going, you know, kids will like that, and right. and fine, it's good. And if you're a huge Tim Burton fan, obviously, I I suppose there's nothing to hate for you either. Right. And there were lots of like cute good parts and i loved all the i loved watching it more for all the references to old horror movies than just as the thing itself i yeah. think but so i looked over at you at the end of the movie and i just wanted to try and get something from you <laughs> yeah because you i didn't get any reactions from you during the movie really I laughed. you were just I, kind I of sitting there you were just very stoic compared yeah. to the way that you yeah. usually are. So I didn't feel like I had any read on you. Right. So I'm looking at you trying to get something off of you. And all of a sudden you just go, you just don't like movies. <laughs> I could tell you, I could, I could tell when we, we've seen enough films anyway, and I've known you long enough anyway, but I could tell by your posture and the way you were eyeballing. Me, I was like, you just weren't impressed by anything in that. And, and that's a, that's actually pretty right on. You were right. just kind of like, Oh, I didn't see anything that really knocked my socks off, but um, <clears throat> I like the. I, I would dare say I liked it a lot more than you did, right. and that's again by quantifying. You didn't hate the movie, right? I just had, um, I had a nostalgia for a lot of the stuff that was going on, like what you said. You right. Know, the movie, the synopsis of the film is that this is kind of a remake of something that he had done two decades ago, which right. ironically I, was for Disney and they didn't like it and they fired him over this. Right. And I think which it, is a really I funny turn like, of events. I think it's like pretty much his first thing, wasn't it? It was like, like one of his short, first things. It was like, short thing. I've seen the original Frankenweenie. I haven't seen it recently. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it a ages, couple years ago. I saw it. I didn't see it when ages. it first came out, but I saw it years ago. But when I saw this film, I remembered Big parts of the – it's like a 30-minute thing. It's almost like the original version of Frankenweenie was 
in my mind like a 30 minute amazing stories episode like it right. wasn't it really yeah, wasn't an amazing of, stories episode but it right. felt like it and and the story goes you know when he showed it to them and the disney execs you know two decades ago things were a little different everyone now is very desensitized and jaded you know kids see an incredible amount of stuff disney felt that it was too gory or grisly and they just said kids aren't going to like this so right. we're never going to let it go and you know you're done and after that you know he had it i guess in the back of his mind to always do like the way he wanted to have it done which was apparently in stop motion format and in total black and white like the old war films that's not my phone (laughs) you can go get it um i'll I'll make mary and mike happy i'll talk for a minute um but the the premise is that a, a, a young boy named Oddly enough, Victor Frankenstein, right, and is Victor Frankenstein. You know, it's not like a, a funny coincidence. Uh, he loses his best friend, his dog, and he finds a way to reincarnate the dog, and then hilarity ensues. You know, and mayhem and mishaps and pretty much adventure, right? right. And it, it's it's all related to uh, well, it's all related to the fact that his dog died. But right. in another sense, it's all related to uh, the new science teacher. Right. And the awesome. and the science fair that they're going to have. Right. And so we have all of these other we have all of these other awesome minions that he goes yeah. to school with and like, very cool. you like know, Igor. All of right, all of these uh odd like <laughs> you know characters from every right. black and white horror film or right. the, like the, the, the actual monster of Frankenstein is, right. is even one of his classmates. Right. And is really cool. Right. Um, but so there's this science fair and, and that everyone wants to win. And all of a sudden it comes out that this happened once he does it. And then right. it's like, aha, well, I'm going to win the science fair. Right. And then, you know, so even more hilarity ensues, obviously. Well, I was, you know, aside from that, now that I can get back to what I started to say, I, I was enjoying it in the way that you mentioned, which was the old appreciation. Cause when I was a little kid, you know, around here and in the other places I lived, there were always these creature double features on the weekend. Right. And I would always watch the King of the monsters or, you know, the creature from the black lagoon, whatever. Well, and and not only that, but it, it's like, I remember so many of the things that pop up in the, in, in this, in this movie that we're right. watching now that were kind of like, you know, you were like 12 and it right. was like UHF channel right, right, on yeah, TV, exactly. like late at night late when night. your parents thought you were asleep yeah. and stuff. And it, and that's like all that was on, right? was all these, and you know, all you creature needed. from the Black right, Lagoon right. or some crazy movie. And, and I just, I, I had a nostalgic feeling for, um, the movie hit me in a lot of fun ways. The nostalgia for the subject matter the um the actual aesthetic of it which, which looks just like an old classic monster film the right. perfect black and white um uh the aesthetic of it looks perfectly fun for the time too yeah. it's just the the playful in jokes um just all the little things that were there um they 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 seemed to hit really well for me but like when we were talking about the film both in the theater and when we walked out and you were you were telling me your Wow, this is like the the sound capital. We have, Mark's we have, phone is we like exploding. Usually that would be from my friend Dan calling. Um, when we walked out, you were telling me about how you were feeling about the film, and, and you weren't pulling punches or anything. You were just like, I wasn't really impressed or dazzled by anything. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't extraordinary. That's like the first call I've gotten in like three months. <laughs> <laughs> awesome has to happen right and now. i just said to you you know i understand what you're saying and i don't know that i would necessarily argue it i just don't feel it right like i totally it's one of these things where i can't remember the movie where you said the same thing you're like i don't know that i would argue with you i just don't necessarily feel that way i saw it like differently um you were like the most popular person on the planet today Somebody seriously wants to talk to me. Wow. Right this um, so I, I understood all of that stuff, but I was just basically like the flip side of that coin where all the stuff that was not necessarily like exceptional for you, I won't necessarily you know get behind it with a lot of hyperbole and say it was exceptional for me. I'll just say that the components of all the stuff that Frank and Weenie was trying to make turned out to be a very fun time for me. Right. Um, though your well, I won't take away your best part. I'll, if you want to say it, you know, which is kind of a weird thing because I've I've said it before about like where this probably should have shown. 
I don't know. We oh, were just the out. fact that I said uh, that I said that this should. Yeah, you were like didn't this seem might like be something. Didn't seem like something that should be in the theater. It just it had a certain feel to it, kind yeah. of like it was not for me. I just it wasn't. I guess an interesting enough scope of yeah. entertainment we were trying to create. It just felt more like something that was like straight to DVD yeah. or even like you said, you know, if it like showed up on ABC <laughs> family or something, if as it had part if, of right. If it had been like a, thing a, a Tim Burton weekend. And if it had been right. October 21st, uh, Saturday night on at eight o'clock, I would have been like, wow, that's perfect. Like that right. actually. And when you said that, it made me think that's actually the perfect thing then in a way kind of cribs the review. Um, I don't necessarily think I would tell somebody that this is something you've got to run out and go see in the theater. I right. think I would say to somebody, look, it's Halloween, and if you want to go see something Halloween-like with your kid, you pretty much have only three options right now. I don't even know if Paranorman is still in a primary theater. It might be only second run. Yeah. But you've got Hotel Transylvania, which is the Adam Sandler kind of like – it looks kind of Saturday morning cartoonish. Right. And you've got like this, which you can obviously say is a Tim Burton-looking film. And I haven't seen Hotel Transylvania yet, but the easiest way to kind of separate them two is uh, separate them apart. This film seems to have heart. For me, anyway, there's like a heart to this story. Right. That film seems to just be about farts. So it's hearts versus farts. And if you want to bring a gaggle of kids to just tee-hee and laugh at Dracula farting – then I guess that's the film to go to. Right. And otherwise, this would be the film to go to. But I don't know if this was not October that I would say, yeah, you got to go to the theater and see it. I would probably say, well, wait, and it'll be on Netflix and right. watch it then. Make sure you see it. But I don't think – and like what you said about even the 3D, I don't know that the film necessarily had a huge payoff for 3D. Some things looked really good, but I think we could have seen it out of 3D and still been just as but right. affected I, I, by I it. I don't know that it – I don't know that it does a lot, and you know, 3D, like I like I said before, 3D is like its own right. massive, you know, conversation about. Yeah. You know, some people are, you know, want to see every movie in 3D, yeah. and they think 3D is just the greatest thing. And if you even right. say something about, um, you know, that was fine in 3D, but I didn't need it to be in 3D, right. they think you're crazy. Right? Like, what are you talking about? Nothing could be better than. Every movie being in 3D. Well, I remember. I don't know that 3D did anything. I don't think it did anything, and it didn't cater to it. The only thing that seemed to cater to the 3D was the trailer for Despicable Me 2, where the little guy was blowing the party horn in your face. Well, yeah, the only moment I really once in a while something sort of sprang out, came at you. Maybe it was sort of more like what you got out of this. Like the difference between 3D for me, anyway, is you know there's. There's the coming out of at you mm-hmm. like it was in the Despicable Me thing, right? And then the other side of that is that you get depth, right? There, there's depth, right? And I guess it sort of did that. I thought it gave depth, but I don't but, think it needed. But to, yeah, was right. it? Did it change the experience? I I don't I, know. I don't know either. But I, I did think um, I, I had a lot of fun with it. But I totally understand any detraction. From it, like I am actually not, you know, I'm not going to be steadfast or stalwart about like, no, it had to be in 3D and here's why. And this was, you know, it it was it was a fun time and it's very topical because it's you know Halloween time. But outside of that, I I totally get what you're saying about like it's not necessarily. It was fun, and the thing that is probably oddest for me is that I, you know, I have in a way the same reaction with all of the, you know, just thinking back to like. Things I've seen Vincent Price in because yeah. we have the the teacher who's actually Martin Landau, like channeling Vincent Price. Or I wish something. I could. <laughs> I wish I could pronounce that guy's name because it's like this Kirk or Krask. Chris Kraskowski or, or whatever. And it is awesome. That guy is awesome. Yeah, that's that was a really fun time. And um, you know, even all the other things. I mean, you've you've got Igor, which mm-hmm. is it's just weird when they go to school. The first time they're in school. And and we see all his classmates around him, and you know that almost like pulls away from the movie in a way because because then you're trying to figure out are we supposed to be in like some special world where everybody <laughs> right. looks insane right. or or what exactly am I supposed to be you know when when you're in a movie like this and it's like just so Tim Burton like right. 
splashed all over everything. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like at some point you're not exactly sure what story you're listening to because right. of all of the stuff that you're looking at. Yeah. And you have Igor with his teeth all sideways. Right. And you have the one really awesome girl with her cat. This was awesome. Who has, you know, the tiny pinpoint eyes all right. the time. Right. Like her eyes are always bulging really out creepy. like she just yeah. saw death. Yeah. But that's just her normal state of right. being. All of these – and you've got Frankenstein over there, and, and you have all of these things coming back at you from old horror movies. Right. And as you're kind of getting used to the feel of what you're watching, and it's like, <laughs> boom, we're in this classroom. Yeah. And then in walks like Vincent Price, right. or he's you know writing on the board, and then he turns <laughs> around all of a sudden. And, he's and you expect that like – yeah. You expect like lightning to, to show up or you know whatever it is that happens. It, it's just it's a little odd. I to love like that character. Find so much. where you're supposed to be. Yeah, his his character. I was, was so it's such great. a weird thing. I just couldn't stop looking at like the way they did his mouth. It yeah. was so creepy and awesome and yeah, right. It was awesome and 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 so now we're in this neighborhood where it's like no one is scared of any of this. Well, even even these things. <laughs> where I thought it was. Stuff. I thought it was very like just easy. Um, easy to set up the story. Like there were all these tropes for all these different monsters, but even at one point, one of his um, classmates who's trying to battle him for the best science fair project just disposes a line that comes in so handy later. He just, you know, they're talking about how they need lightning and lightnings every night. Right. You know, it was just this easy thing where he's just like, yeah, we're, there's always a lightning storm. There's always thunder every night here. Right. And I'm thinking, well, that's going to come in handy later. It was just a very nice, but subtle it's touch. Very odd. Still but, very it's, odd. <laughs> but it's like, what what are we watching? But, you know, I still, right. you know, got a, a decent appreciation reaction yeah. out of all of that stuff. It's It just didn't somehow come together for yeah. me, I guess, in the way that it did for you. Because it's like, okay, all those things are really cool. Yeah. But that's not a movie. Look, Tim Burton. <laughs> right. right. No, and and you're right. Tim Burton is a guy who always seems. We talked about this. He's he's a big, and I'm a Tim Burton fan, so I'm not knocking the the fans or the man and the way he does his films. But he's very much style over substance at times. Right. He certainly proved that that's not always the case. With we were rattling off films like Big Fish that just blow you out of the water when you think you know what kind of a Tim Burton movie you're going to get. But he's a guy who's routinely loved to create very interesting characters in more interesting set pieces. And like the thing that we talked about earlier, the very funny video of like how similar every Tim Burton movie is to one another. Right, right. You know, a lot of times what seems to happen to him is he lets his surroundings swallow his characters. He's more interested <clears throat> excuse me, in like the crazy world, whether it's Alice's world or the bat cave or wherever it or, is or, or what the great visual or, thing i'm going to do right, here or that pastel now, town right. where edward scissorhands lived with the huge cast i mean it just doesn't matter he sometimes gets more interested in this and then while he's establishing all these things he introduces all these characters who are either in live action or animated uh they all look very much similar you're either very tall and thin or you're short and bulbous you know right, and, and you wear stripes and you wear and... weird stripes but he always seems to have difficulty ending his stories, you know, and that's not just another dig at Dark Shadows, but it's more in line of like, <clears throat> it, once he had all these components going, he didn't necessarily seem to know how to corral them all and and get to the end. And then all of a sudden, for me, he did. I thought the end of the film was almost like a kid's version of... Uh, like almost like an animated kid's version of Cabin in the Woods. Like really, <clears throat> I wish I could get that out of my throat. Sorry. Really, once everything started happening, it, I mean, the sea monkeys, the Godzilla, right. the, you know, the the fluffy, the monster, I don't even know what the hell that was, like a gerbil, like a mummy, mummified gerbil, gerbil or Colossus. something. Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't what, know that what that was. was I, just, I know it was either. awesome. But once everything started happening and all hell started to break loose in New Holland, which is where the film is set, I was just looking at it. I'm like, this is just animated Cabin in the Woods. This is really fun. Right. And and I just – I was in the mode to go with it and have fun once, with it. But. Once you get to the part where um, – even I think once you get to where the other kids are like committed 
to the reanimate reanimation of, right. of their own pets, pets or whatever pets whatever project. whatever they're doing just right. because they want to also do this for the science fair. Yeah. Once we get to that part, I thought everything after that was really cool. Yeah. And this is this is a weird kind of a moment here in like the history of the show because I feel like I'm always saying the opposite of that. I'm I'm almost always saying I loved it up until this and then I hated it. That's what right. has usually happened to us, right? right? And this one I feel like it's the opposite. There was a lot of it I, I didn't, you know, dislike all of the beginning part, but there were a lot of parts where it was like really slow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there were parts where there was all this stuff that he wanted to do. And you can tell when you're watching the movie, when you are in one of the moments that he really wanted to do. It's different. And when you're in yeah. when you're That's in right. one of the parts that exist because you're getting to the next moment that he wanted to do. Yep. And then there's, you know, there's the whole kind of, I guess, story that we're telling about losing loved ones and pets and letting things go and moving on and all that, that we have to get to at the end. And there's just a lot of slow bits leading up to that because he goes, well, we have to have a, we, you know, we have to have a story too. And you can tell like at the end, you know, all the craziness and stuff. It's like, man, was he into that? Right. You know, I he mean, loved he, that. He, he was and like, shows. Oh, he was like, look at the sea monkeys on yeah, the at the phone awesome. booth and and yeah. the whole thing, all of that stuff. You you just can tell it's like he was like, you know, he was coming into work like, right? Let's do go and Gaga, right? right? I mean, and you can just see like, <laughs> even in the beginning, there are still like, well, here's this like idea I have for how to do this and then and they're just there's a few of them everywhere but we have to get in between them and it just kind of like slowed down and and just wasn't I don't know just wasn't that interesting yeah there were there were parts where it almost kind of like got to like boring like you're Mm. just I'm just plodding along here to the next thing yeah but then once you get to that that spot basically right around there then all the rest of the movie is yeah, it, fantastic. Right. I mean, all all the rest of it's really good when we when we have all the monsters going crazy when when we have like the uh, you know parents turning into a mob. Right. And that's another thing that I kind of just you know didn't, it was just so like simplified version of you know trying to make some statement about how yeah the bureaucrats and. <clears throat> it, it, and stupid people or whatever it is that, right. that don't want kids to have fun at school or, right. Right. you know, there's just all this like statementy part, but even that like still leads you to like, you know, the mob with the torches and pitchforks, right. which gets you on the road. Right. And, and that was even cool. Just that we're, yeah. we have all this stuff. <laughs> and when you're towards the end, it's like, now it feels like we know what we're doing with it. Right. Not just, I have to put something here. Right. You know, there were there were just a lot of parts where I'm like, eh, okay, yeah. I don't know. It was weird. It was almost like, even though the dog is the crux of the story, like all the action that I guess you could argue that Victor is the main character of the story. But in a way, the story seemed to, um, when I looked at it critically, you know, I remembered it. Cause, oh, and the other thing we should say is we did just we didn't just see it today. We saw it last night. Right. So um, when I was thinking about it, I thought the movie did kind of seem to slow down a little bit when the dog isn't in the show. Like when he's off, when it's them doing things at school or the other classmates are trying to do their own science fair and figuring out that it's just all failure. That doesn't seem to go so much. And part of that for me was how um, at this point you expect people to just do these things right, but how well they nailed the dog. Like it didn't just seem like a like a cartoon representation, its affectations were absolutely like, I know this is a really bizarre thing to praise it for. I have a little dog now, but so I've always seen it. It was a good dog. It was a, it was a great fake dog. Like it would, the, the way it reacted to things, both curiosity wise or just running and scamping, like it, it got me thinking, I was just talking before we came here. Um, I don't know every culture I've I've been out of the country, but I didn't. I've never lived in other places for very long. But a boy and his dog seems very American to me. 
Right. Like not like a boy and his dog seems like I'm not going to make jokes about for a second. I a thought boy. for a second I thought you meant the movie. No, uh, I know a boy and his dog, but it's just that story seems right. to be, and that's where the heart comes from, which is maybe it's a very easy thing for American stories to be. Um, but right, like would that would the you know, whole story it, pull at you as much? If right, you were if it in was a different culture, if it was a different culture, go, and right. and I'm not suggesting other cultures don't have pets like dogs that they love. I'm sure that they do, but it just seems one of these things that's like very American. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like a that, baseball movie, right? And because of that, it it works um, to deliver the heart. But again, I was thinking like maybe the scenes when the dog is not. When the dog isn't around, it seems to drag a little bit, and it's probably because they nailed the dog so well. Um, and for me, it was – this is the goofiest little nostalgic thing. It just reminded me so much of Amazing Stories, the Brad Bird family dog. I loved that cartoon, and that dog um, – I actually had to look this up last night because he looks just like that dog. I didn't know Tim Burton was the executive producer for that. I don't mm. know if you've ever seen it or not, but it was really, really fun um, – a really, really fun entry into that. And now it looks like he really did kind of right. take his design for it but right it's it's um, weird too with the dog because even in some of the middle parts where it feels like it, it really could just not be as slow yeah. or or you know just kind of have more interesting stuff there are parts with the dog e- even like when the dog's in the backyard there's the neighbor dog there's the ball we're right. knocking the ball back and forth there are like long Boring parts <laughs> yeah. with the dog, but it's okay right. somehow because the dog is kind of interesting. Even though, yeah. even though you're kind of looking at it, going, "Do we need to be watching this for this long, really?" With yeah. the whole back and forth with the ball yeah. and, and the whole thing, but it doesn't. I thought it doesn't drag so much, really, when it's the scenes that the dog is in. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Anyway, but um, the movie does do a lot of stuff, actually really well and you know not just the fact that we get all this nostalgic stuff but there are there are cool ways that the movie delivers things and i think the one thing about this movie for sure is that this movie is going to be a lot of different things for a lot of different people it's not the kind of movie where you can just go well it's it's this right i mean you're either going to be really into tim burton or you're gonna be, you know, really into old horror movies, right? Or you're, or, or you're not gonna know any of these old horror movies, <laughs> right? Like not really. Like you, I mean, you know who Frankenstein is, right? You know who Vincent Price is and Boris Karloff and all these people, maybe, but you haven't watched or right. aren't really a fan of any of these movies. And this is gonna be like a whole other thing to you, right? It's, you know. I, I, I really kind of wonder, like, what is this movie if, right. if you haven't? Do but, they even give sea monkeys? Like, this is like you just made me think of that. Like, do people still give sea monkeys to like do the, do, do they still exist? Or? I know I've seen them, but I don't know if I they exist no off idea. like an end cap of your local drugstore. Like, that's usually where I see them. But I have no idea. I don't think I've ever seen them other than in like the back of like Boys Life when yeah. I was a kid or yeah. comic books or you know they're. There used to be – I don't even know if this exists, and this is like total meaningless tangent. <laughs> but when I used to read comic books when I was a little kid, there was always like those three or four pages in the back that were mm-hmm. all the goofy ads for right. x-ray, x-ray goggles and, and, and whatever. And... and I don't even know if they do anything no. like that anymore. No. And I mean comic books are like too cool. There's now. no ads like, like that for now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, I thought that was kind of a – odd thing that it was sea monkeys except that you know you needed something that could we could kind of make look like the creature from the black lagoon right so it was like what what else could could they dig yeah. up or right. how else could they do something i don't know even like i thought his fish was going to eventually mutate into the creature from the black lagoon like, i i thought the fish was going to do it was weird i thought the fish was going to do something or we were at least going to get something out of it because yeah. when we first as we go through the story he brings his dog back to life right. and then Igor obviously because he's the assistant right? right he finds out about it first and so then we run through it again he buys a dead fish right and we try to bring it back to life again and it does come back to life but it turns invisible right and so we only see like these weird shadow yeah skeletal s- skeletal things which you know are their own 
references to right. things in old horror movies. But then it never goes anywhere. We never get any like. Yeah. So why did the fish turn invisible? Yeah. And well, they allude and to why a, did it yeah. suddenly? I don't even know. Like it died or it disappeared or it was or like whatever. this weird quick illusion that I thought you know that his science teacher when they run him out of town because of the greatest right. We get to have that talk. He says, "Did you right. love the experiment the first time you did it?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "That's why it worked." Did you love it the second time? And he goes, "No, I just wanted to be done with it." And he's like, "That's why it didn't." And he's, you changed. And you, you changed, changed the variables, variables right. right? And I think that's basically like you had a temporary success, but it wasn't a long term because you didn't love what you were doing, right? And and there are Big lots metaphor. there are lots of things in there like that um, where we're, we've got like the talky parts of the movie where right. we're trying to say <laughs> something about yeah. about kids and school and yeah. learning and you know all, there are several parts where we've got our statements to make about that, and I already talked about it before and that's really cool i just thought it was weird that all of a sudden we jumped out of that right but like i was saying there's even more than just simply if you're a tim burton fan or if you're an old horror movie fan there are so many things going on in this movie in so many different ways which i guess could be its own positive thing to say about the movie that you know this is a hard movie if you don't know someone real well to suggest that they're going to like it just because you did. Right. Because this is not that kind of movie. This right. is not a movie where you go, everyone will love this movie. I mean, yeah. it is, I don't think anyone's going to hate this movie. I think a lot, I think a lot of people are going to have basically the same reaction as me. Right. Where it's kind of like at worst, it's, it just doesn't quite do it for you. Yeah. But I I know there are lots of people who are going to love it. Yeah. I'm sure there are lots of kids who are going to love it, which is also weird because they don't get any of that stuff right. that we're talking about. Right. They have they have no way to at have... that point. There's no anchor to what they're seeing. It's just style. Like right. they're just like, oh wow, look at those things. Actually, those things are an old monster, and you need to see these films from the 50s and 60s. Right. But they don't get it. They're just like, oh, that's genius. Like, right. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's his play. Really, maybe. he's trying to get kids to watch <laughs> old horror them. movies from that would make sense. The 40s, 50s, 60s, everywhere. Anyway, um, but but what I wanted to say is there there is a lot of cool stuff. When he, you know, it's not like he's clueless, even when he's bad. Right. It's not like he takes a movie and, like, makes something that's really horrible. Right. Except for the ending of Dark Shadows, of course. But it's not like he, you know, really ruins things. He does a lot of smart things, and he does a lot of cool things, which, for me, like I said, actually, in, in a way, almost makes it more frustrating because... There's a way better movie in here yeah. somewhere, and it's like he just refused to yeah. do to make it. But even stuff like when we have the very beginning um, scene where he's made his home the movie, is awesome. That is like if the whole movie that had is been incredible. Like that, this would have been another five part, yeah. and we've got his parents sitting there. They've got the you know old school the home old projector, movie projector yeah. going. And he has made a movie. He's made basically a stop action movie. Right. And it's like it's like that scene is like doing so many things. Yep. I mean, he's like he's like setting you up for the fact that we're going to be running this whole stop motion thing. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, giving you in a way kind of how much he loves his dog. Right. He's giving you that there's this little kid who really loves movies and like the crazy kind of magic that you can make happen on the screen yep. because he's because he's got like this crazy attic yeah. workshop of yeah, he's, the most he's got this He's got the he's face. got the thing with that the dog's <laughs> running on that makes oh, yeah, it that's look awesome. like that treadmill <laughs> which, which makes him look like yeah. he's running through cities. And he, and, and awesome. you know, even like it's it's a it's a monster movie he's making. It's right. like a Godzilla kind of Rodan, yeah. whatever kind of a thing. And he's even got like the you know the fire shoots out of the guns. Right. So he's like totally got this whole stop motion thing where he sticks the you can see like he sticks the little right. fire there that takes it away. Yeah. And so I mean he's setting us up for so many things. Yeah. And and that whole part is kind of amazing yeah. like what he gets out of you know like five minutes Just of quick entry of, yeah. of watching this happen and then you get the movie that you get yeah. and you kind of go well 
yeah. and then it, even like the end, like I said, the end is is really pretty cool. There's a lot yeah. of very cool stuff that happens in the end, whether it's you know the kid getting wrapped up like a mummy and right. falling into the thing, or or all of the 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 sea monkeys are just great. They're awesome. They're, they're like gremlins and they, they they're, are. They're, they're, they're like creature of the black gremlin. <laughs> something awesome. or whatever, right? Well, you know, if like what you just said, if you're a fan of Tim Burton's films and you just wanted to see something like Corpse Bride or The Nightmare Before Christmas, this is the film. Danny Elfman's doing the music, and it it's just you slide into a comfort of Tim Burton it, if that's what you like. Co- right? It's completely in there's line. Nothing, there's nothing surprising here at all. It's just like, oh, this is a Tim Burton experience. There's crazy swirls on things and right. people with their Exactly. It's it's exactly know. it runs right through that Funny or Die yeah. thing that yeah. you gave me. I don't even know what that is, but. Uh, was it funny or not? It was college humor. Oh, okay. and it was just like the like the Tim Burton. And it's like how we make all our know? movies and and right, right. So everything's it, black it draws and white. A very critical but amusing look at how very similar all of Tim Burton's story ideas usually are. Right, but, and we open with the hill in the background <laughs> and all that stuff <laughs> right. and whatever. But um, but what is funny about that is it is like. Very much like you walk into it and go, so this is Tim Burton, right? Right. And even like, I swear, <laughs> I did not know that the one person was Winona Ryder. Yeah, you leaned and, over and, and like, that and, sounds like Winona Ryder. And we're watching the movie, and I said, that's supposed to be Winona Ryder. Right. And then I, and then I said, oh, wait. I, yeah, and she's talking, she's talking at the time, and I said, oh, wait, I guess it is. Because right. clearly in like the playbook, that character is that's supposed to be Winona Ryder. Right. And that's just how much you are right. right square in Tim Burton land. Yeah. And really just that Johnny Depp was not three or four if characters. If Victor Frankenstein had like, been 16, right. Johnny would have done him again, you know, right. assuming. Right. assuming. But uh, I, I just – I thought it was so – you know, and the only thing that, that was really surprising was I can now cross this off my movie bucket list because I've seen in 3D – prophetic cat droppings. I've that whole scene where right. she's like something important is gonna happen right. to you and she pulls out the cat's like, feces fluffy, from the litter box fluffy dream and it's about in the shape of a night. V and he goes, Is that from a litter box? And she's like, Yeah, do you want it? And he's like, No and she folds it back up and they go through a very funny montage for about two minutes where the cat has had other dreams and the cat poops a bee, and somebody else, you know, had something happen yeah. to them, and an E for and Igor. Some, sometimes good things, and, and sometimes, sometimes bad good things. Men. But I'm looking at that, and I'm like, I just saw 3D cat crap. Like, that, right. I didn't think I was going to do that at all today. Cat or, prophecy, right? Cat crap, prophecy even. crap. So the bar has been raised for <laughs> for crazy if, things. He's I'll talking watch. about redoing another one of his films. He's gonna uh, he's gonna sequel. You know, he's got something coming up for Beetlejuice, maybe. So maybe he'll take the bar that was raised here. And go higher. I don't know. Was there just a giant crazy noise? Yeah, I think it was your ice machine. No. Okay. This whole podcast has been full of giant crazy noises from your side of the table. There's there's like ghosts. Well, so anyway, I, uh, you know, I liked it a lot more than you did. I feel like we are getting close uh, to where we should really be wrapping up. We don't have to go over instead of totally running out of time. Yeah. Yeah, Like I said, there are like a lot of positives to it though, and it's. It's, and I can't argue just, any of the, the slights you had against it because they're there and I see it. It's just like what you said. If it, It's really kind of one of those things where um, this movie, as as much as this is not something movie critics should ever say, right? This is, It's one of those <laughs> things. It's going to work for you or it's not. Right. And That's a perfect critic. Like, you're going to like this and, or you're not. Right. And I'm done. There's, there's no way to tell – Except right. for, you know, maybe how much certain things are going to work for you because you're a Tom Burton fan, you're an yeah. old horror movie fan. And and there is, we haven't, we didn't really talk about it too much, but the part where you get out of the movie with the, the kid and mm-hmm. he loves his dog and and the whole thing about loss and how to deal with it and everything, you do actually get that. You may yeah. not really get it the greatest that it could have been, right. but it's not like there's nothing there in this movie either. Right. It's not like we're just right. watching a bunch of meaningless stuff just to have fun with it right. or something. Right. It, you do actually get the story. I feel like probably, you I'm know, gonna see, be, that, I'm going to be really far away from you on this. I can tell. 
I don't think you are because I'm I'm not really going to be that low. All it's right, just well, it, it's like when you talk about average, you know, it's not. Right. I, I think it's I think it's below average. I don't think that it's that much below average, and I think that it's fun, and I think a decent amount of people will like it. So that's pretty much like two stars. It's like yeah. one and a half to two stars or somewhere around there. It's a little below average, I think, yeah. mostly because of the disappointment factor. But it's still fun. And I, I think, you know, sometimes like what we've said before, working from average and going up or down. And then sometimes I just think of a number out of 100, like if it's one to 100, and then I have to try to figure out, well, where do the stars come in? And I know you hate when I have to give like three quarter stars or you, one for me, this is like 75 or 80 out of 100, and that is like three and a half to four stars. So I guess cut the difference and say three and three quarters, and that makes it – Wow, that is pretty is. high. That's a – yeah. It's not that much difference, but no. – um, Okay, but we might as well just wrap up. And might we as well. only have a few yeah, seconds fine. left, but thanks so much for tuning in. Remember Tuesday, we're, we're back. Tuesday and next weekend we'll be back right, and again with weekend. something else. So Busy week. Th- thanks a lot for yeah. tuning in. Thanks. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.